they feel real protective of their white girls out here. That's why Jill Biden was like, oh, but she plays such a good game. Shut up. That's not how sports work. The loser never gets to go to the White House. That's not how sports work. You don't get in real sports. Once you hit the college level, there's no more rewards for second place. What are you talking about? You do, you why? I, I would love to see her articulate why she thinks that that the, that they should be rewarded for losing. That's what the championship is for. Welcome back to BS with Brian Simpson. I am your host, Brian Simpson. Uh, Elephants in the Room, Rob. It's episode 57. Episode 57. Um, So, I guess the biggest elephant in the room uh, is the uh, Angel Reese versus Caitlin Clark situation. Right? Some people... Uh, are upset about the, um, you know, Angel Reese taunting Caitlin Clark at the end of the NCAA Women's Tournament, the Final Four. Um, and it's definitely uh, a racial thing, right? And, and and listen, guys, this happens every time. What a lot of people don't, re- don't realize is um, – the thing that the thing that launched the NBA because the NBA used to be very I wouldn't say I won't say irrelevant, but it wasn't one of the top things that people watched. Magic uh, Johnson and Larry Bird faced each other in college, and that heated rivalry followed them to the NBA, which launched it to the strategy. Okay, and so what you got to understand is whenever any major sport boxing, basketball, you know, golf, whatever the fuck. Whenever there's a great white hope versus some versus somebody that's traditionally like a, a black person dominated sport, it always divides along racial lines. Now, for some reason, white people don't like to admit that. You know, where it's like, yo, you rooting for this person because they white and you see yourself in them. Right? Because listen, how yeah. many? How many? Because this 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 is very very uh, this is tangentially related. Word of the day, tangentially. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's Rob throwing out the five dollar words, but this is tangentially related to the trans athlete thing, right? Where it's like all of a sudden, people that don't don't ever give a fuck about women's sports, all of a sudden got a lot of shit to say. They tuning in. To this this was the most. That it's ever been watched, the 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 uh, NCAA women's finals. It's the highest yeah. ratings ever. All of a sudden, everybody know who Caitlin Clark is. They can't name another motherfucker on her team. All Correct. of a sudden, yeah, because, because again, you don't because you know obviously, um, racial stuff and racism is the third rail of social shit in America. Nobody wants to touch it. Nobody wants to admit that it's part of their bias or none of that. And nobody wants to admit that even though they never watched basketball or women's basketball, they tuned in because they heard it was a young white fucking girl with heat out there. Because she is. She a beast. <laughs> Caitlin Clark is a motherfucking yeah. bad motherfucker out here. She's the best player in the country. She, you know, some people call her the female Steph Curry, you know, so on and so forth. All of the, It's all true. All the superlatives are true. Up against LSU, 
the biggest, blackest, most badass team in women's basketball. They was out Go there. Tigers. Yeah, and they were the better team. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, it was them versus Caitlin Clark and also Rams. But my point is, <laughs> my point is, it's just, you know, so people don't like to admit that that's where we starting from. You know what I mean? And then the second part of that is white folks as a group generally don't like black athletes that ain't just happy to be there. That ain't just, that's not humble. and Like they expect us to be, you know, just happy to be around, just happy to have the attention. And it's like, because again, um, and I I I, uh, I skipped over the most important part. Which so there's a wrestler named John Cena. His popular celebration is this right here that he got from Tony Yayo. It means you can't see me, right? Um, and it's sort of this running joke of people pretending like he's invisible, and it's it's funny. And Caitlin Clark did it last week, um, and then when she lost. Um, Angel Reese did it to her face and was tapping her ring and all that. And since, this is another thing y'all don't understand. Because, again, you don't watch women's basketball. You lying motherfucker. So what you don't know is that Caitlin Clark is the biggest shit talker in college basketball. She, Correct. Other than her just banging down threes, she talked the most shit. That's why... Of all the people that had a problem with it, it wasn't her. You ain't hear nothing from her. You know, all these talking heads and pundits calling Angel Reese classless and et cetera, et cetera. It's like, you ain't hear nothing from Clayton Clark because she be out there talking that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? They all know what's going on out there. They know who be talking that shit. Because a lot of people didn't know Larry Bird was a shit talker until way after he retired because we ain't have Twitter and all that shit back then. But Larry Bird was the biggest shit He was the, was the shit worst. T- yeah, he was the worst shit talker. He, he, he would say the most horrible shit to people. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, it's the same thing. Kayla Clark be talking shit like Larry Bird. That's why she ain't had shit to say. You know, and she, I'm, I'm probably sure she messaged her probably like, yo, I see you in the league. Because it's not over. And this is going to propel the WNBA. You know, but my point is, a lot of people conveniently just so happen to care about women's basketball and conveniently just so happen to be rooting along racial lines and conveniently just so happen to think uh, the outspoken black girl is lacking class. You know, even though she was the MVP, she was out there talking her shit. So, you know, you got to be, whether you're willing to admit it or not, it is about race. Everything is about race, honestly. Most things are racial. You know? Mo- in America. In America, sure. right, for sure. So it's like, for, it, but, but but again, it's like, there's it's white folks out here that's so scared to even admit even a little bit that something is racial because they're so scared of being labeled a racist. You know, they they care less about, like, they want you to not, they care more about you talking about race than they do about actual racism existing. They don't want to stop it from existing. They want you to stop bringing it up. You know what I mean? It's like, but it's it's, it's woven. You can't build a whole country based on, based on race, and then as soon as it's not working in your favor, you want everybody to shut the fuck up about it. It's part right. of everything, especially sports. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, that's that, that's the whole respectability politics thing, right? Right, where as soon as non-white people get access to any power or status, then white society wants to police how they act within that position of status, right? Like or it's not, celebrity, it's not proper and all that. Because I'm gonna tell you what, 
Dude, Obama wore a tan suit. <laughs> right, exactly. Michelle Obama showing her arms. You know? <laughs> like, like, here's the thing. Um, is is talking is talking that kind of trash a fucked up thing to do? Yeah, but that's what people do in competitive situations. You know, I I, I mean because I tell you what, if anybody on Iowa's team, so that's the other thing. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate white versus black. Iowa versus LSU. Yeah, Iowa versus Louisiana. Rob's a little biased because he's from Louisiana, right? So he's probably one the of the few whites that would have been. You didn't watch the game, did you? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, so no, so yeah, because you're somebody that actually doesn't. But that's more because like, like, I'm. Uh, here's the thing. Not a huge sports fan. If any sport, any sports team I've ever been on, if somebody did that shit to you, you know what the coach would say. Well, there's a way for you to stop them from talking shit. That's exactly. With, that's within the rules. Stop them from whooping your ass. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You, you, if you don't, because I remember, remember when, <laughs> how long ago was it that people hated when, when, when football players celebrated in the end zone, when black football players celebrated? Oh, oh yeah, that's always. It, the, yeah. Oh, it was too much dancing. You know who hate that? People that can't dance. <laughs> Nobody that can dance hated it, and then it wasn't until like Trav- the Travis Kelseys of the world, you know, Kadugi and shit, that all of a sudden they, they they decided to rethink the rules. They were fine. They was finding people when it was only when only, when only black people could think of creative shit. It was too much. It was too flashy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then as soon as right, as, as right. soon as we saw Travis Kelsey Dougie, it was like, okay, well, like, maybe we should revisit. You know, it's like it's like it's like only the only the old fogies that can't dance don't want to see people dancing. You know, but it's like again, there's a way for you to stop. There's a way for you to stop the other people from from celebrating. Stop you, them from a way scoring. for you to shut them the fuck up. Yeah, yeah if you because if you win in the game, you ain't gonna have to see your shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you win the game, they'll stop that shit for sure. So it it, it there's also an aspect of this where. There are rules of engagement within. You ever heard the term "magic circle"? No. Well, I mean, it's like yes, a, it's like not in this. Context. Well, it's a it's a term that comes from this this book, Homo Ludens, about like means like humans that play, like playing man, mm-hmm. um, and the idea that we divide the world up into like little magic circles where the rules are different inside this circle, right? And in sports, it's like there's certain things you're allowed to do, like in a boxing ring, you can hit each other. Right. And that's not considered assault or battery. Right. Because you're within this magic circle where the rules are different. And in sports, it's like trash talk is part of it. It's all, you know, part it's similar. It. It's similar. It's similar to, and, and I mean, and, and obviously there are, there are times where we go like, oh, that's a little bit, like, that's a little bit too far. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where even, even sports fans will be like, I remember there, uh, I can't remember his name, um, but it was a hockey player. And he had like some rivalry with his other hockey player, and he and the guy, the one hockey player's dad had died like a week prior, and he said some shit about like, oh, you, I bet you're happy your dad isn't here to see this or some shit like that. And people were like, okay, that's a little, that's a little too much, dog. <laughs> that's okay, yeah, but no, but here's the thing, it's not too much. Like, okay. sh- sure, well, it's listen, it's too much, but but here's the thing, it it's over the line. 
But, sure, okay. But the whole point is to get you out of your out of your focus. So if the, if I if I've achieved that goal and my team didn't get penalized, then it it's fair game. Because true. If we yeah. win if we win the championship, don't nobody give a fuck. Like like people are people to be people will be they'll, every time they every time they call us a champion, they might go, Yeah, but remember he said that shit about his dad? Nope. Nobody's gonna say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so it's like, because uh, I, I, I assure you, I assure you, the coach didn't think it was too far. All right, maybe. Uh, how, did that mean, guy, how, did, how did that guy play out? It depends on who you're playing. Because some people, like Terrell Owens, some people are activated by trash talk. Like you, that's one. That's a person that you know his reputation is. You don't want to start talking shit to him because that make him play better. Some people are like, well, that. this is this is this is hockey. So they they started swinging. Oh, okay. They they went they went nuts on each other. They went real bad, and that and that's why and and that's why everybody. So initially, the I'll have to look up what it is and drop it in there. But um, initially, they don't have a mic on them, right? So we just saw like one of them chirping, and then they just started going at it, and then they both got you know put in the penalty box for it, and then afterwards, people were like slowing down the video, trying to read the lips. See what he was right. saying, and I don't think they ever found out exactly what he said, but it became pretty much I'm well known that it was like, oh, he said some shit about his dad. <laughs> yeah, because I think they saw like your dad when he was talking, hey, hey and everybody's like, it looks like he's saying, not me. I'm the I'm the kind of player where I'm I'll be like, oh, fuck your dad. If you that sad about it, <laughs> if you take the day off then. You know what I mean? Get off the yeah, ice. I guess like, I, I don't know nothing about I don't know anything about hockey, but but also if I'm a coach. I'm making the calculation of okay, if my third best player get their best player on the, in the penalty box, that's worth it. So do you? So you don't see a difference between because because I can see. I'm not a sports guy, so I, I can't really speak to this, but I could see an argument for there being like a level of acceptable trash talk, where you're just trying to get somebody out of their mental game, right? So that so that their rhythm is off or whatever the fuck versus you're trying to goad somebody into like throwing a punch so they get booted from the game. Is nope. there a difference in your mind between those two things, or you're just like, no, it's all it's all no, on the table. No, it's just the it's the it's the distinction that you made. Like, listen, right. it's it's words, and if you're so fragile that my words get to you first, that's the point. The whole point of trash talk is to get you unfocused on what you're supposed to be doing and focused on what I just said. You know what I mean? And so, it, it, because, because I put it to you like this, we have we we care more about the, the about the words he said and not the not the not the ass whooping, you know what I mean? Where it's like, right? Because guess what? If you come out there with a knee brace on, guess what? I'm gonna do everything I can to make you have to put all your weight on that leg. Okay, fair enough. And, and if you saying, oh, that's too far, then your ass shouldn't be out here. Uh, can you play? Yeah. Then why you if 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 if, if you don't want me going after that leg, you shouldn't be out here. I mean, that's how athletes. That's how athletes think. Well, okay, but you're you're. Are you extending it to like playground ball, or you're saying you're saying like if you step on the court? No, 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 no. I'm talking about with stakes. With stakes. I mean, okay, okay, okay. People still talk. People still talk shit on the playground. But listen, listen. There is a distinction between. There's a different ceiling though on on. It's just a different level. Like you shouldn't be talking shit about somebody's dead daddy on like a when you're playing like. At the YMCA. Sure, you shouldn't be, but you could be. But I mean, because <laughs> here's the thing: I don't understand why you would do that because because the yeah. risk you're taking for with with nothing to gain. But if it's a championship on the line, sure. if it's millions of dollars on the line, 
Sure. Then fuck your daddy. I'm going to say whatever. If it's your I'm, career or your championship. Yeah, I'm sure. going to use whatever ammo I can to win the game. That's the whole point. I'm going to do whatever right. I can to make you lose focus. Right. Yeah, I mean, short of – now, physical stuff, I think that's over the line. Like, you want to poke – see, that's another thing, bro. You know, I I, I, I have – I'm fortunate to be uh, – be, I wouldn't say close friends, but, but friends with some people that do play professional football. Sure. And and I'm telling y'all, the, see, the, the problem is – see, the problem with that hockey player was that the shit went public, where it's like they could figure out what he was saying. But – but, but I'm t- some of the shit that said, <laughs> y'all with me, some of the shit that's done, when you see it, when somebody fumble and they all dive into a pile, the shit that happens on the bottom of that pile would disgust most people. And the NFL mm-hmm. knows what it is. They haven't made it illegal because nobody can see it. Right? It was like the Ray Rice thing. where It was like the, the NFL knew well before the rest of us did that Ray Rice knocked his wife the fuck out. And they let him play. Until TMZ got a hold of the video and made it public. Then they banned him for life. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's nasty, dirty shit that said it's way worse shit than this right here. It's way worse shit than your dead daddy ain't here. It's way worse shit said than that. And, and listen, somebody might throw hands. But that's that might benefit our team. You know? Well, Brian, what do you what do you think about Jill Biden inviting Caitlin Clark to the uh You know exactly the White what the, House. <laughs> you know exactly what the fuck that is. You know what that is. Cause here's the oh, other the thing. Cacacity. Cause here's the here's the other thing. Doing not only doing that, because I told you it's a black versus white issue. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's the great white house. It's the reason why Tiger Woods got I'm, black. I'm people sorry, to watch I'm sorry, golf. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dr. Jill Biden. My yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Is she an honorary doctor? She's a PhD in education, I believe. Uh, we lost Rob. Is he frozen? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Doc, what kind yeah, of I'm doctor here. is Jill Biden? I think she's got a PhD in education. Okay. Well, let me educate this bitch. <laughs> you know. See, here's the other thing, too. When you see a giant black woman, because also what changes is the language they use. People went, well, the difference was when Caitlin Clark did it, she was just doing it in general as a celebration. And when, when Angel Reese did it, she was stalking her opponent. To, you know, yeah. and it's like, listen, listen, because here, here's what makes it a little extra. When, when they see a giant black woman doing it to a pretty white girl, they feel real protective of their white girls out here. That's why Jill Biden was like, oh, but she plays such a good game. Shut up, bitch. That's not how sports work. The loser never gets to go to the White House. That's not how sports work. You don't get in real sports. Once you hit the college level, there's no more rewards for second place. What are you talking about? You do, you why? Right. I, I would love to see her articulate why she thinks that that the, that they should be rewarded for losing. That's what the championship is for. Well, we should get them both. It, it, it reminds me of when of when uh, <laughs> when Steve Young and Peyton Manning, I mean not Steve Young, when um, God damn, I'm drawing a blank. Steve, remember that with the co MVP season, Steve McNair, Steve McNair, when Steve McNair and Peyton Manning won co MVP. I was like, I what, the, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's like, look, man, you don't get rewarded for second place. 
It, listen, and if Peyton Manning had won it that year, I wouldn't have been mad. If Steve, if Steve McNair had won it that year, I wouldn't have been mad. But don't, don't go, we got to get both, because you know what that means. That means that when they went and voted, Steve McNair barely won, and they were like, eh, but we can't, we can't. Let's give it to both of them. Let's give it to both of them. It wasn't a tie, motherfuckers. Like, so it's like, yeah, this, this, is, not, this is not how that worked, Dr. Jill Biden. We should give them both to the White House. Because I'm going to tell you what, if you really try to do that shit, LSU ain't coming to the White House. I guarantee it. I think that's. I think they already said they were, we're not gonna, we won't accept the invitation if we have to go there with the people we beat. Yeah, we beat them. First of all, first of all, listen, motherfuckers don't really even want to go to the White House that bad anyway. You know what I'm saying? No, Nobody wants to meet you that bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't go anyway, even if, they, they, if it's just them that get invited. It was really only cool when, like, you could go meet Obama or Bill Clinton because Obama and Bill Clinton were cool. Well, I don't you know. know what I, mean? I, I think it was still cool when it was Ronald Reagan. Before, because oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, if you want to go, if you want to go, if you want to go further back, yeah, yeah, because that's when you know it. I think he might have been the last. Um, I mean, no, yeah, I think he might have been the last. Well, no, I think I think was still that may have been. He wasn't hated as much then as he is now. Well, I think I think before, yeah, no, that's one hundred percent correct. But I think I think prior to Nixon, people had a lot more respect, and there was a lot more shine on the offices of the office of the presidency. Period. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. It was yeah. just considered like a lofty, a lofty perch. And then after Nixon, that really damaged the office, and I think people didn't really care. And then Reagan came in, and he was like, he was extremely popular when he was in office, and then. Bill Clinton was cool. I mean, you have George W. Bush, uh, George Bush Senior, obviously. Yeah. I mean, between look, them. Look, if, if I but won, Bill Clinton if I, was cool. If I won the championship, I would go to the White House no matter who was president. You know, just to, for the experience. I mean, it's just a good story. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. But the point is, it's like you know why you did that, dear Jill Biden. Come on. It's like it's like I don't know why people because because this this is happening a lot in, in uh this happens a lot in in white America where people act like. Because they hate Trump, that all their other bullshit is, you know, that they, they they can't be on some racist shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or some racism shit. It's like, what the fuck you mean we should invite both teams? What what like come on? What 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 is that? What is? I would like I said I would love for her to have to sit and explain that out. Like 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 spell it out. Cause cause they played a good game. They lost by 17 points. In a basketball game, that's not quite a blowout, but that's right on the edge. That's right on the edge. It's pretty bad. That's real bad in the championship game. They lost by 17 points because the reason why Caitlin Clark is the best uh, player in the country is because, she, I mean, she was putting up 40-point games the whole tournament. She did it twice. Mm-hmm. But she was putting up, like, mad points. And, and the weakness in their team is that she's all they got. If she if – she, her damn. If she didn't, if she don't put up forty, they can't win. That, that right. you know, and she, I think that game she put up what thirty two or or twenty eight. I don't know the stats, you know. But again, I think they're both great players. I think the rivalry again is going is going to make the WNBA a little more popular. I think they both go and get drafted next year. I it certainly drew my attention. I don't even, I don't even watch men's basketball. But 30 I, points. She got 30 points. Yeah, she got 30 points. So, so it's like, I, listen, I will watch the championship of almost anything. And, and, 
and I always I'll watch have the last friends. 15 minutes of any basketball game. <laughs> yeah, and my friends. No fucking way I'll watch them <laughs> at the beginning of it. Like, because because those things like, man, I have too many obsessions for me to be, you know, I look, I, I'm obsessed with with the NFL football, but but other than that, I have friends that keep up with it enough where I can sit down and be like, all right, run me, run, you know, give me the storylines, all right, and then give me and tell me, you know, so I, I I love to watch good competition, but I don't have the time to follow. All of the shit that's going on, all of the game, you know. Because I watch the tournament, but I'm not going to watch all, you know. Some people watch every college game and every NFL game and every NBA game. And you bring up a good point, though. You said, catch me up on the storylines, right? That's what gets people interested from out. Because obviously any sport, right, you're going to have the super fans. You're going to have the people that follow all the stats and they follow players from this team to that team, and like they're they're looking at who's coming up from like college and going to go pro and all that kind of stuff. Outside of that circle, though, you have storylines that break through in mainstream culture. Oh yeah, yeah, where it's like I where like I hear about it, and it almost always is when somebody has beef with somebody else. And I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you what I didn't start paying attention to this tournament until the until the last four games, mm-hmm. and and. And and even then, it was just in my peripheral. I I I heard about Angel Reese. I heard about Caitlin Clark. Those were the names I was familiar with, and I saw highlights of what they were doing and all of this. But I didn't put two and two together. I, I didn't even really know where it was, where we were in the tournament. But then I woke up. My roommate was watching the final, and I'm like, uh, and I sit down and I see his LSU versus. Oh, that's that. You know, that's that girl that they comparing it to Larry Bird. Oh, okay, and they and they versus LSU. I was like, and I knew exactly what was going to happen. I was like, oh well, this is definitely, <laughs> this is definitely going to be a black versus white culture thing because that's what it is. It's a culture thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like it's like it's like whenever there's a whenever there's a white heavyweight champion, you know, or you know, like I said, Tiger Woods, you know, or we or, or whenever there's a <laughs> whenever there's an amazing yeah. white wide receiver. <laughs> You know, or something that's just not When was the last time that happened? Well, oh, no, actually, no, that's actually happening now. There's a lot of good white receivers that it's, there, there's, I think there's more than there's ever been, actually. You know, and I ain't, and I ain't just talking about the, I'm talking about number ones. I ain't talking about just like the Wes Welker, the Belichick people, like, you know, that kind of people. Right, right, right. Yeah, but my point is, is like, you you can, do. you can go to Buffalo Wild Wings and see all the white fans really pop up when a, yeah, you when do. A Listen, white, when a white wide receiver gets the ball, Oof. yeah, because 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 again, it's about it's just about it, it, it. And when I say this is racial, I don't mean that you hate black people because that's what you, that's what y'all fuck up at. It, it it this is about you you seeing yourself in something or someone you care about in something. I don't know a single black person that gave a fuck about golf before Tiger Woods. When I was coming up, I ain't know no nobody was talking about golf in the barber shop. Nobody was talking about golf on the street. It, and then Tiger was like, "Oh, that's one of our people." And then he said that cannibal Asian shit. And people were like, "Fuck that." No, but but <laughs> but still, we were still interested. Cause like, oh, okay, that's what this is one of us in there. Okay, all right, I'm gonna tune in and because it's it's something I could now the possibility of me doing that is is real. You know, not me personally, right. but you understand what I'm saying. So it's like that's that's the important thing. So uh, people do do that. They divide the ones that go, oh, okay, so wait a minute. Because that's the first thing. Me not having no skin in the game, I sat down. The first thing I noticed 
was that this was a team of white girls <laughs> versus a team of black girls. And it was it was no denying that. And if you go on Twitter and see who was mad, it's right down the motherfucking middle. And there's people that's like, oh, but people, it's a, it's a record, but people are only watching because of Caitlin Clark. It's like, why do you why do you think someone would say that? Somebody that don't watch none of this shit. What are you talking about? People weren't watching because of Clayton Clark. They were watching because it was Caitlin Clark versus all these niggas. And you were hoping that she beat us. That's what was going on. Come on. Come on. Listen, I can't force you to tell the truth. But if I could shoot up every white person in America with sodium pentothal <laughs> and then and then and then force them to tweet at gunpoint. They would they would they would admit what I'm saying is true, cause cause, cause guess what you ain't watching you ain't gonna watch college basketball next year you ain't gonna watch women's college basketball next year I guarantee you that you know uh, 9.9 million people tuned in they said I bet you it won't be that number next year. Dude, you I know you know you where won't. you can see it you know where you can see it in the most stark relief what? is in MMA when you see like the storylines that get promoted in MMA. And like you see how people follow certain fighters and stuff, like it breaks down pretty, pretty, pretty obviously. Yeah, of course it does. Uh, and listen, here's the thing: the exceptions are the people that are actually fans of the sport. You know what yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm not. I'm not talking about people who are like actual fans of the sport. And like I said, get into all the nitty gritty and like follow all the stats and stuff like that. I'm talking right. about when stuff breaks out into yeah the casuals, the, the filthy casuals, the filthy casuals. Because like if, like uh, com- if, combat combat sports especially because there's so many times where combat sports there will be a title match between a white dude and a black dude, right? right. Or a black dude and a Brazilian dude, or a Brazilian dude and a white dude, or whatever. Right. Right. And and you can see as soon as all the filthy casuals get involved with it, you can go down the Twitter threads and you can see what what people's arguments are. And it go it goes well, back. Well, listen to I, I will say M- MMA tends to break down more so along country lines than racial lines. OK. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Well, Whereas like. Uh, Whereas like people tend to, if it's like if it's like if it's like a Brazilian versus somebody from New York City, it's like everybody from Brazil rooting for the Brazilian, everybody from New York City rooting for New York City, and everybody that's that's a hardcore fan is rooting for whoever they've been following the most, you know. And, yeah, but the wrinkle in that is when it's like a black dude from America versus like an Irish guy. Okay. Then yeah, you yeah. see a lot of yeah. white Americans. It, it yeah, yeah, a switch right. gets flipped. You're right about that for sure. Yep. Yep. It's no like do you ever, do you ever do you ever see that Damon Wayans movie, Great White Hype? <laughs> no. From '96. Oh, it's actually a pretty funny movie, but it's it's uh, Damon Wayans plays like a heavyweight boxer, and so- and he he fights against a, a white contender that they kind of like elevate, and it's. Uh, it's a great movie. Sam Jackson plays like a Don King oh, type God. character. Oh, okay. It's it's funny. Um, also, I, I think this is tangentially related to the trans athlete thing. You know, I guess that's the whole point I'm yep. trying to make. There's a lot of people that, again, don't give a fuck about women's sports, but they do hate trans people. <laughs> and so that's the only time they got an opinion on it. You know what I mean? Because I said yeah. this, I saw a dude last week, um, 
he was complaining about his daughter playing against um, uh, a trans person that, like, I mean, bro, I told you, she was on this track smoking these hoes. Like, she went, she was out the gate just, it was <laughs> obvious. It was like, if I had watched it from far away, I'd have been like, that, is that a man? Like, not, not because of how she looked, but because, I, I mean, just so much faster than everybody else, <laughs> right? Right. And this guy was, like, on a tear about it. And, and I'm like, hey, man, listen. It's, there are there are definitely good, solid fucking arguments to be made that, like, <laughs> you know, you do have an advantage. I'm sorry. Like, you have a physical advantage sure. if you're playing sports and you went through puberty as a man, right? But, yeah, depends on the sport. Depends on the sport. Yeah, depends on a few different things, but yeah. But the point is, my point is just this. The, if you're... If your daughter didn't come in second, I don't give a fuck what you got to say. Because that's the only one that missed out on something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your daughter was going to lose. If your daughter was third, fourth, and fifth, she was going to lose. Bronze don't get scholarships. So, you know, let everybody, let, you know, let the winners figure out what's fair and what's not fair. I remember you know, there was one, because for a while, like, the right was trying to find. Um, you froze up on us. We didn't hear your last Oh, like, sorry. Seconds. I was saying, I was saying that, that. A couple of years ago, the right was trying to find like their test case for this. Right, they wanted to find like the pretty white girl who had been, right. who had lost out on a scholarship to her number one school because some black trans athlete had like beat her in a race. Right, that's okay. what they that's what they wanted. Right, right. right. And they found this one. They found this woman, and this was like their best shot at it. And she had come in like eleventh, <laughs> and. And they were like, but the top 10 got to go to, like, this special state. I'm like, fuck off. Like, who gives a shit? Like, right. oh, you're mad because you missed out on, like, the thing for the top 10 that you were going to lose anyway? Right. Yeah, I, I just, I, like, again, like I said, there are definitely arguments to be made, but not by me. I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a dog in the race, you know? Cause, 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 because to me, it's not cut and dry. Cause, because some people feel like... Yeah. Some people feel like if you care about fairness, then you shouldn't, then, then, then trans athletes shouldn't compete, period. And then the other side feels like if you're, if you're truly an ally and you care about trans people, then you should let them play unquestionable. And it's like, I don't, I don't agree with either of those things. You know, sure. yeah, it's, it, the, 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 we, our big problem nowadays is we, we, we looking for simple, quick answers to complex issues. Here's a perfect example. This is so funny to me. If you watch this video, Canadian powerlifter breaks record in protests of trans inclusive policy. So there's a there's a weightlifting sanctioning body in Canada, or and um, the uh, the record holder for bench press was a trans woman, so, and they had a rule put in place that if that everyone can compete at whatever gender they say they are. And them saying they are is enough. They don't have to prove nothing. They don't have to be on no, you know, they don't have to be on anything medically for any amount of time. They don't have to test for anything. If they walk up and say, I'm a trans woman, then you get to compete with women. If they walk up and say, I'm a trans man, they get to compete with men, right? Because here's the thing, guys. So, so anyway, let, 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 I'm, I'm going to set that on the side. So the bench press record was held by a trans woman. 
And then a man walked up this year and was like, just to prove a point, was like, I'm going to compete. I'm a woman. And because of their own policy, they couldn't deny him. And he broke the record by like 100 pounds, which is expected, right? Just to be just to be clear for people listening, this person is not a trans woman. This is a cisgendered man right. who, in protest of this, is just saying he's entering the competition as a woman, but he is not. This is not an honest, candid self-identification. This is a right, but but this is a protest on his part. But I guess the pushback on that would be your own policy is the reason why this was allowed because you don't you didn't want anyone to feel uh, uh, dis- devalued by being questioned or having to prove anything. You know what I mean? It's like it, it, this was bound to happen that some bad faith actor would come along and I mean because it's clear to everyone that he's acting in bad faith but you can't prove that. You can't prove that without questioning his transness, which is what you have to do, right? Now the the, the old record holder there's a video of her saying she basically said perhaps my participation isn't fair either. Because because watching watching her speak on him, it, like in real time, it was like watching. She had to also critique her own participation, you know. Because because here's the here's the other thing, and I know this point has been made ad nauseum. But it but listen, if if it's fair, and there's no disparities whatsoever, how come you never see it go the other way? How come you you never see? Uh, you never see somebody transition to being a man and go compete with men. Why is that? Because they would get absolutely dog walked. If you went through puberty as a woman, ain't no test, ain't no amount of testosterone you gonna take that's gonna make you be able to compete with men, right? So th- I mean, there's a reason why it. You know, now in the in the conversation of fairness, I would love for someone to come educate me on this. Why do you think it's fair, right? Now, but it's also unfair if people can't. If trans people can't compete, it's not enough trans people to have like a trans league. Right. You know? So I don't know what to tell you. And here's the other thing. Everyone I know, every man, everyone I know that's transitioned from male to female has told me that they've gotten weaker. Like, mm-hmm. like extremely weaker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and here and here's the other side of it. There's a um there's an athlete right now, they always black. And uh, and I forget the woman's name, but she is a biological female. But her testosterone levels are naturally so high that they're basically forcing her to go on hormone therapy or she has to quit the sport. Are you talking about Semenya? Um, I would have to fucking, I should have saved that hoe. I mean, there, there's, there's multiple, there's multiple, uh, there have been multiple black women who have been banned from competition, even though they are they are cisgendered black women uh, yeah, because yeah. they have. Uh, now, now I will say I think I think one of the more one of the more famous examples is a woman who is actually intersex, um, but has grown up and lived her entire life as a woman, and so that's a little bit of a of another wrinkle in there. Well, what makes um, what, what make, when you say intersex? Explain that. So there are intersex means that 
you either have a, you could have a genetic um, deviation from the like a, standard like chromosomal like two section. It could be chromosomal. It could be um, uh, you could have, um, for instance, you could be XX chromosomes, but maybe you have um, instead of uh, a uterus, you might have um, undescended testes, like internal testes. So those can produce. Uh, higher levels of testosterone. Than whoa, 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 whoa. So women. you saying, hold on. So you saying you can have a woman's chromosome, mm-hmm. and you can have a vagina, but you can also have testicles that's inside you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Yep. It's very rare. It's very rare. But there are examples of that, and there and there are lots of. There's a, a whole uh, panoply of of different intersex conditions that people can have. What is panoply? I'm guessing that's like plethora. Yeah, a lot. Okay, a lot. Okay, well. Yeah. So like I said, the conversation is more it's it's not just black and white, one or the yeah. other, fair or unfair. You know, it's like there is a there is there is a conversation to be had, but I think some people are again, they're you have to be careful of becoming dogmatic because in your dogma you don't really seek the truth. You see you're trying to win. You know what I mean? Right. It's like if there's nothing that if there's nothing that could convince you or nothing that could satisfy you other than what you thought of in the first place, then you, you you're not you don't really care about the truth or justice or what's right. You just want to dunk on trans people, or you just want you you want uh, you just want to dunk on transphobes or whatever the other side. It's like and and I again I don't know what the right answer is, and I, I honestly don't think we're gonna come up with it anytime soon. <laughs> You know, I think this is going to I mean, all... what, do you, what do you think about what do you think about this guy who protested? This is exactly my point. It's like, I don't care about Canadian powerlifting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like I, these again, the people that try to they use the like you said, they use these things as like a proxy. Yeah. You know, and it's like, does it really matter? Because here's the truth. A, tra- a, tr- a trans woman, <laughs> a trans woman had the record to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you and when you see this woman, I mean, <laughs> like, look, man. It, so, 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 to me, it's like, was it even, was it ever fair to begin with? I, I, I mean, how, you know, this guy, I'm sure, has no intention of, uh, of taking estrogen. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? But, but the but the woman that already had the record, it looked like she skipped a, f- a few doses of estrogen. I ain't gonna bullshit you. She's fucking huge, like huge. You pull her up. Yeah, they're all huge though. All I mean, all of the all the women. I mean, powerlifters are big people. Powerlifters and if you see, if you look at the records, right? She had already. Well, wait, wait, because 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 let me let me like because for instance, it's like um, you know who Katie Ledecky is. Uh, no, she's she's I mean arguably the best female swimmer of all time, uh, and then there's there's Leah Thomas right, oh, and okay. Leah Thomas is is a trans woman who is, who is a another amazing swimmer, but uh, there are tons of threads where people are you know tra- where transphobes honestly are talking shit about who they think is Leah Thomas, but it's Katie Ledecky. It's a mm-hmm. cisgendered woman. You know, it's she's okay. quote unquote biologically female in every fucking way possible. And it's just she's a she's a swimmer. 
She's a pro- she's a professional swimmer. So she's tall, broad-shouldered, thick neck. She, you know, from a from a distance she looks very masculine because that's just what your body's going to look like if you're a world-class swimmer, right? Yeah. Or and when so, you're or when you on them steroids that your coach slip you. Cuz that's another thing. Well, yeah, that's, that's, the other that's thing. another thing that's happening in these sports too. It's like a lot, of, you know, a lot of these women are on the gear. Well, that's that's why I wonder what the, I'm I'm trying to find. It's hard for me to find it, but I'm trying to find the rules for this, uh, for this the Canadian thing? competition. And th- and this is the thing for the Canadian thing. If you look up this story, all of the results for it are right wing news outlets like National oh, Review right. Right, or right, Fox right. News, and and none of them. That I can find. I mean, I don't. I you know maybe some of them do, and I just haven't found it yet. But none of them link to the actual policy, well, and he, that well, throws up red flags well, for here, me. Here's the other thing. Um, well, no, I, I I think I watched it on. I watched it in a YouTube video, and they had like a picture of what appeared to be the policy. Um, okay, but but also this guy didn't seem like he had an agenda, even though all the comments were definitely people that don't like trans people. Um, mm. but the guy that made the video, I didn't watch any of his other videos. I guarantee you, Fox doesn't have any other articles, um, commentating on Canadian powerlifting. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just your right. chance. Right. It's just your chance to shit on trans people. But you're like, I don't have the energy for that. You know, I right. don't care about Canadian powerlifting. And as long as everybody else in the competition is fine with it, you know, what what what, what clearly needs to be done here is they do need to change the rules. They need to change the rules so right. that you have to prove that you trans before you can just you can because I mean I mean come on who didn't see this coming that you that, that, that if you put in the rule book somebody can just walk up and say they 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 man because listen the 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 it, this did happen you know what I'm saying because I saw yeah, I it, saw the video of the of the the trans woman that had the record before I saw a video of her responding to it happening. Because she mm-hmm. was actually, she wasn't competing in this event, I don't think, but she was volunteering. So, you know, so it's like, imagine, but also she did not speak of what the policy was. But this guy was allowed to compete and win, so I'm, I'm imagining it's very pretty close to what they're saying. I would love to pull up the policy, yeah. though. Yeah, I just, I just always, that's always a yeah. little bit of an asterisk. Yeah, have, your, have when, your sources. When they're not linking, when they're not linking to the actual policy, because... My lawyer brain starts going like, okay, but what actually is the rule? And did they did he break the rule? Did he abide by the rule? You know, how could you? Because because I immediately started thinking like, okay, well, can you just rewrite this rule to say that your self identification okay has so, to, like you have to because I just found make it. us you know I okay, found you it you found it yeah if you look if you Google so it's women just send it to you yeah okay so got it. Um, so I'll send you the link. Um, Roberto. Wait a minute. Oh, there you go. I don't actually have you saved as Roberto. But this is the Canadian Powerlifting Union Trans Inclusion Policy. Um, individuals participating in development and recreational sports. Hormone therapy should not be required for an individual to participate in high-performance sport. Uh, LTAD stages trains to compete once. International Federation rules become a factor. Um, in the gender category that is consistent with their gender identity. So wait a minute, I've, I've read that fucked up. 
So this is this is the first, this is section one, paragraph B. Right? It says okay. hormone therapy should not be required for an individual to participate in high performance sport, LTAD stages trained to compete once international federation rules become no, that, a that's all in parentheses. Win, blah 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 blah. In the gender category that is consistent with their gender identity, unless the sport organization can prove that hormone therapy is a reasonable and bona fide requirement. Okay. So it, that just says that hormone therapy should not be required. Right. And then and okay. the next one is individuals should not be required to disclose their trans identity or history to the sport organization in order to participate in high performance sport unless there is a justified reason requiring them to do so. Surgical innovation okay. should not be required for an individual to participate in high performance sport in the gender category that's consistent with their gender identity. So uh, so here's my here's my question. How is he allowed to compete if this is not this is not consistent with his gender identity? No, but but what the, but what they're saying is he decides his gender identity, and he 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 doesn't have to prove any of this. He doesn't have to prove that he's on hormones. He doesn't. He shouldn't have to show anything from his history, and he shouldn't have to disclose anything other than what he's saying when he signs up. That's what this is. That's what this okay. means, right? But he's not abiding by the policy. Sure he is. Because this is not honest. This is not actually his gender identity. But you, he gets to define his gender identity. It, that's the point. He, but he doesn't even, but he doesn't believe that. But how do you know that? A, compl- a complete stranger isn't that, walked, isn't that what he said? After, isn't that what he said? He said it after the fact. But I'm talking about he walks up to register for the tournament and he goes, I'm a woman. You don't get to tell him that he isn't. You don't get to go, no, you're not really. Sure. You have to let him compete. Now, okay. after the fact, he was like, I did that to prove a point. Actually, I, I didn't hear him speak on it at all, honestly. Okay. But, okay. but you know, I'm pretty sure that it was something he planned out. He probably had, like, a discord or something, you know, where he was telling people what he was going to do. But their policy failed here, you know? It's like, cause, because here's the thing. This is what happens, again, when you try to be dogmatic. When you when you try to do go through all this, oh, when you speak in absolutes, where you're like, we're gonna we're gonna be all inclusive. Well, no, you you have to be exclusive. If, if you if you know what I'm saying, you can't just be like, well, we want everybody to be able to do anything without feeling shame about anything. It's like, well, then this is what you get. You got you have to put you have to draw the line somewhere. Now, there's no stakes really in this. There's no real money in it or anything like that. Right. Um, you know, but it's like, what do you, this is what I'm saying. This policy will, will, will not prevent this from happening again. But do you understand what I'm saying though, about like the, if the policy says that you can compete in your category, in the category that comports with your honestly held like gender identity. Oh, did it freeze up again? Uh, if it, it what yeah it, it frees up, froze up for a second if what i'm saying is if the policy says that you can uh compete in whichever category aligns with your gender identity that does not then give you the right to lie about your gender identity right but they have no way of knowing if you're lying they have to let you participate according to their own rules Right, so then they let him participate, but then afterwards he says, "I was lying, actually." When I when I proclaimed on the on the on the intake form that I was a woman, but I, I was lying. But listen, I don't think he said that. 
I think it's all the women that were in the competition that are calling him a liar. I mean, look, it's obvious to anybody that's paying attention. Well, then, that he, but then, but then it's not a protest, really. Then it's then it's a then th- this is this is like in um, you know who Stephen Crowder is? Yeah, he's oh hey Canadian. There we go. He's a Canadian. He's a Canadian uh, troll and pundit and all that shit podcaster. And um, uh, I believe like Planet Fitness, they changed their inclusion policy to allow people of all genders to 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 use the weight room or something like that. And so he went in dressed in you know dressed in a dress with a wig and like big fake boobs and all that kind of stuff. And the manager kicked him out cuz he knew who he was. He's like I know who you are, like I'm I'm asking you to leave. I'm asking you to leave. And so he tried to make hay out of it by being like, "Oh, I'm just being like I'm just being I'm just be, uh, I'm I'm being kicked out because I'm like dressed like this and it's like no you're being kicked out because we know who you are and we know what you're trying to do you're making people uncomfortable and this isn't the same thing as kicking out a a trans woman for whom that is their honest gender identity yeah, but, you know? but who's who is to decide who's being honest I mean if Steven Crowder wasn't famous like this guy isn't famous I, I don't know I don't even know his fucking name who are you to tell somebody that they're not trans? Who gets to decide? I mean, are you going to have like a trans committee at the front door going not trans enough? It doesn't make sense. Well, my understanding of this was that this guy does not actually hold himself out as a trans woman. Does he hold himself out as a trans woman or do they I, hold themselves out as a trans I don't know. Woman? I don't know anything else about this motherfucker. I, you know, like I said, he's not known to me and most people. But, right. but again... When you sitting at that at that registration table and he walks up to compete, who what are you gonna you gonna do a background check because your policy says no, that you no, can't. Your policy says that you exactly. cannot discriminate at all. Whatever he says he is, you gotta you have to let him do that. You have to let him compete right. in whatever gender he claims to be. So it's like correct. That's that's but, the flaw in the policy. No, but what I'm saying though is that after, yes, you let him compete, which is what they did. They, they abided by the policy. They let him compete. He broke the record. And then now, now, this all changes if this, if this person is actually trans. And, and that is an honest see, self-ID in their gender. See, that's, it, see, that, it, that, change, that changes the situation. That's where you lose I'm me. going off of what the, what the article said, that this was a protest against the policy. That I, I think that that is what he intended. But again, we okay. have no way of proving that. I mean, listen, if you live in this part of Canada, or, you know, the, the trans community is very small. You know, if you live in this part of Canada and you ain't never seen this motherfucker in none of the trans forums, you ain't seen him in none of the trans clubs, you ain't seen him in none of the groups, you know he ain't trans. You know what I mean? You ain't. So, okay, so, but, so but, here it says, okay, go ahead. No, what, what does it say? I was going to say in the National Review article I'm looking at, it says, first off, it, defi- it, it describes him as a male Canadian powerlifting coach. And then down here it says, Avi Silverberg, that's the guy, who does not identify as transgender, participated in the 84 plus kilogram category at the Canadian Powerlifting Union's Heroes Classic. Yeah, but look, right here. Um, look, look. Uh, eligibility uh, 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 eligibility guidelines, uh, section six, paragraph eight. It says, 
individuals are not required to disclose their trans identity or history to the CPU or any of the CPU's representatives. Correct. Again, so their own rules say you get to walk up and go, I'm competing as a woman. You don't have to say you trans. You don't have to say anything. You, they, and they can't question you at all. That is a failure. But it has to be. It has to be your actual. This is see. This is this is okay. So this is a thing that comes up a lot whenever you have any law or any policy, right? Is is it's not as if the people applying the policy have to are like bound in the way that like a fucking robot or a fairy is bound by the words of it. You can you can use reasonable discretion to determine whether somebody is abiding by the policy. How do you do that? And whether they're being honest honest. But, but I mean we do it all the time. No, but we I mean all no, the time. But, but you're 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 talking broadly. I'm talking about this specific situation. Yeah, you're, I'm saying in this specific situation, this person, this person admits publicly that they are a man, that they are not transgender, and that, and that, that that is not their gender identity. According that to their who? gender identity I, is not we, woman. We, no, no, no. We have not, according to this according to the article, the number one article that came that, up that, when that's, I googled. That's not a quote from him though. That's that is everyone else going. He is a man. He is not trans. I have not heard him say that. Of all the, all the coverage I've seen of all of this, I haven't heard him say that. And again, if you're letting this man in the competition, you got to let him compete according to your own rules. He don't have to tell you if he's trans or not. I don't know if he ever claimed to be trans, but he don't have to tell you nothing. And you and well, that's, he claims to be a, he claimed to be a woman when he entered that category. Well, he's he he said he wanted to compete as a woman, right? I don't know if he claimed to be a woman. I wasn't there. Again, I don't have no quotes from him. The or, policy. The policy is that is that the policy that you linked the CPU policy is that is that you are allowed to compete in the category that aligns with your gender identity. Correct. Right. That's and you can and and what they allow you to do is self declare, right? So there's plenty of there's plenty of no 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 instances. That, that's what it says. Right? At, that's what it says at the top. But again, down here it says you're not required to disclose your trans identity or history to anyone. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. This is this is this is important. This is an important distinction. So, so what that is talking about is that when you when you say I am a woman, you do not need to disclose whether you are a cis woman, whether you are a trans, or whether or whether you are a trans woman. You just have to say woman. But your declaration of being a woman that your gender identity is woman. That is a that's a declaration. You can't it can't be a dishonest or a joking one. I mean, it has to be an actual declaration. But, you, but you're you declaring no of, that you're you a woman. No way of knowing that. What if you're gender fluid though? Because sometimes you're. What, 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 what this is what I mean. So so let let me let me let me address both of those things because here you said something interesting, Rob. You said things would be different if you find out now that he's actually trans, and I that's where sure. that's that's where you lose me at because here's the thing. You, the, the, it's the same person, right? With this, with all, whatever advantages they got or disadvantages they got, it's the same exact person in the same exact body. And whatever the fuck they think they are up here doesn't change what advantages they have over their, over their competition. 
I, I, I don't know if this guy is smart enough where that's the point he was trying to prove. But but it's like it it is a point. It's like if you because what he did was patently unfair. And you can't say it's just unfair if he's not actually planning on transitioning. Because it's he's well, the same person. He's he he's just as strong whether he plans on transitioning or not. He's yeah, you know, but, you know but, what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, yeah, but but let, let me let me respond to that though. Because because I wasn't saying it's different if he's honestly if he's honestly transgender, saying that that's different just means that that triggers a different cascade of questions that I have and balancing balancing different factors. Well, I'm not the, saying it necessarily means it's the opposite answer. Well, the Canadian the Canadian, pow, the Canadian powerlifting people don't don't make that distinction because again, like no, I no, said, no, no. this is a this is a failure of policy. They they try so hard to be inclusive that they let fucking assholes in. But no, but what I'm saying though is that is that there is a different discussion to be had when we're talking about how do we prevent assholes from abusing a policy versus is the policy when honestly adhered to a fair policy. Those are two different discussions. Well, well, no, it doesn't. Right? Because, well, they aren't really because your own policy prevents you from making the policy better. Like you. The only way for you to make it fair, the only way for you to make it fair is if you do force people to prove their gender identity, right? That's the only way you make it fair. Or you have some kind of, you know, like the way they do it at the highest level of, of athletics. It, it, it isn't perfect, but those athletes have to test. They have to have their hormones tested. They have to be on certain hormones for X amount of time sure. and all of those yeah. things. And that is the, and, and these people, I guess this policy is sort of, set up in opposition of that right because a lot of a lot of uh pro trans people have uh see the the policies of the mainstream sports world as as transphobic so this policy is set up in opposition of that and going you don't have to prove anything to us and this, this is what happens it's like they they set themselves own selves up for this let me let me push back on that a little bit do you think part of the reason why they're willing to institute a policy like that is because even the cisgendered women in the powerlifting division are going to have elevated testosterone because they're using exogenous compounds. Mm. So, so it's not the same thing as, for instance, in the Olympics where they already test for exogenous compounds and elevated levels of testosterone uh now i mean neither one of us is do are doctors or endocrinologists or anything like that so what are you talking about i'm, a, I'm, I'm outside an endocrinologist of, <laughs> yeah yeah i'm out of my depth as as far is this is something like my brother would be able to talk a lot about but um but uh i i think i think part of it is that especially an amateur because this is an amateur event right this is an amateur event the cpu I don't Maybe know. it's not. Maybe it's a pro am event or something like that. No, I think but, this. Um, I, think, I think this is the reg. What we're looking. This policy is the regulatory body over all powerlifting in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, but, but this. Okay, event so let, was let's an assume it's. Event. Let's assume it's pro and amateur, right? Okay. Um, my assumption, and this is an assumption, so people can educate me in the comments if this is incorrect. My assumption is that when you're talking about this about record the records for the national records for powerlifting, I think a lot of those people are on gear 
men and women. And so it'd be very difficult to create a policy that threaded that needle, right? Where it allowed people to, because they probably don't even want to have that much testing, right? That's that's yeah. part of the issue with like, even like bodybuilding, right? Is like, like they have natural bodybuilding competitions where they do test people randomly and stuff like that, but those aren't the big competitions. The the Arnold Classic and stuff, they, they thread the needle where everybody there is on PEDs. Yeah, almost nothing and amateur testing. A lot of the Brazilian jiu-jitsu shit, those motherfuckers are on everything. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, so that that's another wrinkle to this whole thing. And, and listen, is, by the way, don't educate me in the comments. I already know everything. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a blue check mark on Twitter. Spe- oh, speak bring speaking of oh, that. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, we got to move on to that. Be- yeah, we, because we, we we've been going back and forth on this. Um, you know, Rob obviously uh, is a big old transphobe, and there's gonna be no convincing <laughs> him to do what's best for the trans community. And I do know what's best. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 yep. I'm a blue check mark. You got a blue check mark, Rob? No, I have, a, I have I have a private account. <laughs> no, 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 no. In all seriousness, let's let's talk, let's talk about this. This is insane. This is. I got off the Elon train a long time ago. Um, for, for as far as, tw- as far as Twitter goes, but goddamn, this was such a stupid thing because this is like a mo- this is the most evil Twitter policy I think because it plays on people's insecurities. Listen, guys, the blue check marks originally came around. To stop people from impersonating celebrities or 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 no, notable individuals, but that and that, brands, yeah, that and brands, right? But that term "notable" that that grabbed people by the fucking balls, and so it very quickly the blue check mark turned into a status symbol. It meant you were somebody, right? And that and now people are so obsessed with appearing to be somebody. That they're they're buying the the blue check mark now. I think one 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 additional thing to bring up is also a lot of people who were not necessarily notable in a general sense right. got the blue check mark because they were notable within a very narrow or small community. So I agree. So if, they if, might if, be journalists or they might be scientists yeah, who you could, aren't you, like you, famous or anything. Or you could but, be just like your local you know, weather woman. And you could get a blue check. Yeah, mark. exactly. It was just to exactly. keep people from pretending to be someone that had influence. Now, yeah. I, you know, I'm. I don't want to say I'm in the middle on this because I'm. I'm most definitely if I, on a side. But here's the truth: there were a lot of people that were paying for blue check marks before it was, you know, officially a price for it. You know what I mean? You could pay. You, for example, you could pay. Some, you could pay two or three blogs to write articles about you. Because that's that's what happened if you when you apply for a blue check mark, they would you would you had to submit two or three articles that mentioned you and all these other things that could prove that you were important or whatever the fuck. Um, but but here's the other side of it. Um, you know it, it, the policy was never really applied evenly, but it generally worked. Here's the other side of it. Twitter knows, you know, and this is this is straight from people that were around when 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 the blue check mark was conceived. They know that most of the engagement on the platform comes from the blue check marks. It comes from mm-hmm. the people that have the most reach. So, so this was a, this was an interesting thing. When they first came out with Twitter Blue, people thought it was ridiculous. But if you saw someone had a blue check mark, you could click on their name and, hu- and click on the blue check mark, and it would tell you whether it was Twitter Blue or whether it was Legacy. So before they 
Twitter Blue came around, right? So like if you if you earned it before or whatever, it, it would tell you the difference. Whether they were notable or whether they had eight dollars, right? But now, but now if you click on the blue check mark by somebody's name, it says this is they have this blue check mark because it's either Legacy or it's Twitter Blue. It, all those little things to try to fool people because I'm not paying for the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just that simple. Right. If you want to pay for having a blue check mark because you think it make you look a certain way, that whatever, man. Spend your money how the fuck you want. But 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 it doesn't make you more influential. Because what I started seeing when when they first did the Twitter blue thing, before they threatened to take away the legacy blue check marks, unless people paid, I mean, that's insane. LeBron James said he ain't paying. Like, ain't no celebrities paying for no blue check mark, even though it's only $8. Because if anybody can pay for it, because, because I, a lot of people's pushback was, well, now it's even in the playing field and anyone can get a blue. It's like, what even the, for what? It's like you're either notable, because like what you see now is it's a lot of people with 150 followers with a blue check mark. And, and they think that it's some sort of status, and it isn't. The, like I said, the, Twitter has just shit on the whole purpose of it. The whole purpose of the blue check mark was to keep people from impersonating someone notable. And the whole reason for impersonating someone notable is because of the the influence that they would have. If you could just hop on Twitter and tweet as Kanye West, just think about how fucking crazy that would be. I mean, it's already it's already crazy just him tweeting as himself, but but <laughs> you know, if you could tweet as the president of the United States or tweet, that's what the blue checkbox were for. They 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 don't mean that you're important. <laughs> you know, like it's 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 like you would get one because enough people thought you may be important enough to be influential, but just having a blue check mark by your name doesn't make you important or influential. It's it's a, it's a complete waste of money. Now, listen, what I think they should have done was either do what Elon originally said was make everyone verify their identity. Because that's another thing the blue check mark meant. It meant that you verified your identity. You had to send Twitter your ID and a form and all this other shit to prove that you were you. Now, Elon originally said he was going to make everybody prove that they was them to get rid of all the bots. I would love that. I would love that because that way you know everybody is everybody. I that's I love that. But now you can pay for a blue checkbox, so it doesn't mean anything. Now, what I did, the, all the features that came along with Twitter Blue, I would pay for those. I would pay. I would pay five dollars to get a goddamn to be able to tweet longer tweets or. Or uh, edit tweets. I mean, God knows there's, there's there's damn typos out there that's gonna haunt me to my grave, you know. But I think that should have been separate from the verification. That's what the tweet, blue track mark is. It's verification of your identity, and now you don't even have to do that. <laughs> you it's just you, it's like it's right. so it's so insane. And all these other social media platforms. I mean, Instagram wants to follow suit. It's like, man, I don't give a fuck about none of that. I'm not paying for I'm not paying for something that should be free. I have right. no problem because this this is also something Marquez Brownlee brought up. It's like this may be the first time in internet history that people online are paying for something that has been free for years. You just can't get people to do that. No, no, because the, the, I put I put it like this: the only people that are paying for this Twitter blue are people that were never verified to begin with. Nobody that already had the blue check is paying for it. That's crazy, cause, like I said, again, if they, if, if they, if you, if you could actually pay for it, for them to verify your identity that you are you, 
Still, I don't know. Because here's the thing, too. I barely want to be on Twitter anyway. Yeah, Twitter sucks now. I can't dude. tell you how many times I've I've closed, deactivated my account or gotten rid of it. This is my I think this is my third Twitter account. Because it it's 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 just it's not the best. The best social media platform is YouTube. And then yep. and then I think Reddit. you could argue, yeah, then Reddit, then toss up between TikTok and Instagram. No, I would go Instagram just because TikTok inundates me with fucking, it's constantly trying to get me to do stuff, and I hate that. Like every time I log on to TikTok, it asks me if I want to do like seven things before I can get to what the fuck I'm trying to do. It's like, are you sure you don't want to let us spy on you more? No. <laughs> are you sure? No. Can we see all your contacts? No. Can we go through your phone? No. We have a new assistant. Nope. I'm just trying to go to my profile. Like that, That's what irritates me about TikTok. Anyway. Yeah, I don't really like TikTok or Instagram at all anymore. This is this um, is this is downright playing on people's insecurities. You don't need a blue check mark to be important. Uh, I think what happened was uh, Twitter. Uh, Elon was operating under a misapprehension about how Twitter worked and why people used it, and um, he thought that he could make it profitable by changing these things that made it bad, right? Like too many bots. Uh, uh, like that that sort of thing. And it's like, well, that's not really, that really wasn't the problem with Twitter beforehand. And there is no like technological change that he can make that makes it more user-friendly and generates revenue. The only, th- those are the two options he has. He can either make it better for the users and make people want to use it, or he can try to extract value out of the users and make it shittier. Yeah, but the, And all the attempts. The miscalculation there is that I think he failed to realize how – I think he miscalculated how valuable it is to users. It's not so valuable because, – because, because here's the thing. The people he's trying to extract money from aren't the people that they make money from. You understand what I'm saying? It's like yeah. he's trying to make money from the average person when it's the celebrities and notable figures that keep the average people on the platform. You understand know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the it's the people who create content for free for Twitter, right? That keep normals like me on the service. And what ended up happening was, in order to extract value from my eyeballs, he started doing stuff like allowing brands to buy ads in the middle of fucking threads. <laughs> so it broke the thread. So I'm re- so I'll be reading a thread from Cory Doctorow, and I get five things in there and then there's something else and I'm like wait what the wait what happened I'm like oh this is an ad right it's like titties 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 progressive car insurance titties yeah and then and so and so it made the user experience so fucking shit that I just stopped using it I put it on private and I'm just like out like like I, I I probably check I check it once a day probably just to see like what the stories are like what the news stories are that of that day but then I don't really I don't scroll through it like I used to. And you know, because he's also he's also they because they also release the algorithm. Did you look at that where they released the algorithm uh, last Friday? I think no. Oh, they released the algorithm. Then they didn't release. They they open sourced the algorithm, so people could see how things were boosted. And the the there were two surprising things about it. Number one, there is no fucking secret sauce. 
it's 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 all the things that we all kind of already knew about what boosts posts. You know, if you have video or or a uh, if you have a, if you have a video or an image that boosts your posts, um, comments are less useful than retweets. Like we all we knew all this stuff, but we could see it in the algorithm. the The funny thing was that uh, in the open source algorithm people saw that there is actually a special Boolean, meaning like there's a special weight for if Elon posts something. So they actually changed the source code for Twitter to mega boost Elon's tweets because he was mad that he wasn't getting the engagement that he wanted. Wow, and he released that? Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, and then, and then yeah. people pointed it out and he was like, okay, yeah, I didn't know about this. We're fixing that which is what he says to everything that people point out. He ain't know about it. That's what he says. I bet you. I mean, right, I bet it. you he didn't. I bet you I bet you he told cuz cuz we also know about that we had that that internal memo leaked about Elon being mad that he wasn't getting the reach that he used to, that he claims to have previously gotten. Yeah, I think and um, I the think engineer said, "Okay, we'll fix that." And I don't think he knew how they fixed it, but they fixed it in like the simplest way possible, which is just like, yeah, let's just give them a 10x boost to everything that Elon posts. So there's literally a, a line in the code that's like, if Elon equals true, then, and it boosts it by a certain amount. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, I mean, it's so sad. And, and listen, I, I, owe, I, owe, I owe an apology to all the people. It wasn't that, it wasn't that many episodes ago where I was like, Twitter seems the same to me. I think y'all just hate Elon. Remember, I said something to, <laughs> to that sentiment, and I and yep. and now I, I owe you an apology because it's it, this is the end of Twitter for sure. I mean, people ain't gonna stop being on Twitter, but I, but what they just did is gonna backfire because, like I said, their most notable people aren't gonna pay for it. It's it's just gonna eventually feel like walking through a dead mall. Yeah, you know, what I mean, there's still gonna there's still gonna be there's still gonna be a a, a food court and there's still gonna be stores there. But there's going to be like a lot of shuttered storefronts and there's just not going to be as many people and you're just going to be wandering around and it's just no, going to be you, sort of sad. You know what it is? You know what it is? The blue check mark thing. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like if the, if at the Grammys or whatever, you you could just pay money to walk on the red carpet. You know, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? And 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 and, and so it's like the singers that are, the singers that are actually nominated for awards, you're going to charge them money. To walk on the red carpet, and so then they don't pay it, and then it's just random people on the red carpet because they think they think being seen in the pictures is, is going to make people fans of theirs or whatever. It's well, like, it's 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 even it's even further than that, right? It'd be like if they're like if the Grammys were like, okay, this year anybody can walk the red carpet for a hundred dollars, right? Right, and then John Legend says, well, I'm not fucking paying a hundred dollars to walk the red carpet. And so, and 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 you know, Will Smith says I'm not paying a hundred dollars, and and everybody, every, and Beyonce says I'm not paying a hundred dollars. So then, they're like, okay, well, we'll let some people walk it for free, and everybody else can pay a hundred dollars, but we're not going to tell you who paid for it. <laughs> and then people watch it and they go, well, we know who paid for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Like, it's all it's all the people we don't fucking recognize are the ones that paid for it, and that's sad. And listen, I I. I I hate to complain about a problem. Um, I hate to complain about a problem to which I can't offer a solution. Right? Because I don't know the solution to this. I don't know how to make Twitter profitable. You know, I don't know how does how does Reddit make money? 
I don't know if Reddit does. Make, I mean, how does how does Reddit money? How does how does Reddit make money? I don't know, but no, but does I don't Reddit, know. But I know the motherfucker that own it, Rich. Though I know he married one of the Williams sisters, right? Yeah, I think I think Venus also reading Williams is married to the dude that used to own Reddit, like that started Reddit. He sold it. I, I know the dude got Reddit just, Reddit just keeps it simple. They just sell ads and they have premium membership plans. So what do you get for a premium membership? It allows users to turn off ads and enjoy other benefits like what? Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's like, that's fine. That's just, that's just what it is, right? Now, I, would, I wouldn't... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about the business of social media platforms to know like how much revenue does uh, how much revenue do they have to have to be to make a profit when you take into account server costs and administration and stuff does is is it is it comparable between twitter and reddit maybe not maybe maybe twitter is much more expensive to run or maybe it's not i don't know yeah i i have no way i have no way of telling um so yeah i yeah i don't know i don't know what the solution to who Twitter is. I mean, also, Reddit is a very different kind of place because, I mean, I love Reddit. Like, I, I mean, I I go to Reddit almost as much as, like, like I'm, I'm going to say like half of my Googles are the thing I'm searching for and Reddit. Because usually I'll get information on Reddit that isn't on, like, for example, when I, when I buy gadgets and shit, 99% of the gadget reviewers are biased or they or there's shit they ain't allowed to say or there's shit they just simply don't say. Like, you don't hear about the, you know, glitches. Like, so many times I, I've bought something from a review I saw on YouTube that told me how awesome it was and then I received the thing and there's some kind of issue and then I Google and then I search Reddit and it's like, oh yeah, this is a known, this has been a known issue for a year and a half. And it's like, and none of the reviewers said anything about it. You understand what I'm saying? It's like oh yeah, no, I I do that every every time uh, we vet a new advertiser uh, for um, for Fannyco, I always go to Reddit because if you just Google like you know I I don't want to say like a particular uh, advertiser or whatever, but like if you Google a brand, then the first whole page is just either ads or like procedurally generated fake websites with positive reviews of that product right. right that's the first thing that every company does for their seo is they they do that but if you go to reddit you'll get if people are talking about it you get more honest stuff because people right. will be like i wore those shoes and they fucking suck or i tried that product and they didn't give me a refund or whatever you know whatever it is you'll you'll hear people's negative experiences with it right and you guys you especially got to watch them for the reviews that have like trust in the title Mm-hmm. It's like trust me reviews, trusted reviews. You it's know, all bullshit. The most believable, <laughs> yeah. It's all the hand on the Bible reviews. You know, it's like it's all bullshit. Yeah. Um, and lastly, speaking of uh, speaking of bullshit on Twitter, the Trump arraignment. Wow, Rob, we actually stuck to the schedule today. I know it's a beautiful thing. Trump is being arraigned. <sighs> Liberals are taking the bait. <laughs> um, I don't understand why. And again, guys, people, some people they watch this podcast and they and they assume that they know mine and Rob's politics. And Facts. you're you're absolutely wrong about us. Pro- most of you are. 
You know what I mean? Uh, um, I don't know. I am. I am a liberal. That means we're right, Brian. Yeah. That means that we're right because we're not because we're not predictable. <laughs> right. I, I am a liberal mostly ideologically, but I don't like liberals as a group. I don't. I don't put myself in the group just because the the way people behave in groups. You know, people get dumber, and and there's there's ideology, and like I said, there's there's dogma, and I just don't I don't ascribe to, to, to subscribe to all of that. Um, but uh, but when I talk shit about liberals, it's almost like me talking shit about like like Have you ever had a job? Have you ever worked somewhere, and you hate the place because you love the place? Like you see it being mismanaged sure. and misrun, and you're like, man, it's like, that's what it is. It's like I wish. That I wish that the Democrats were better. I wish that the left was better at uh, at strategy and focus. You know, the right is very the right politicians are very focused on on doing evil shit. You know, yeah, and oh yeah, and it have been for a long time. Like like that that whole the whole hostage situation in Iran to get Jimmy Carter to lose the election, like shit like that. That's crazy. Like that's so diabolical, and and liberals would never even think of it. You know what I mean? It's like it's, yeah. So anyway, I, I'm tired. I'm just tired of being on the losing side. We and we lose <laughs> for the dumbest reasons. You know, because because I don't give a fuck what excuses you make. We have, and I guess I guess it would be a stretch to consider Obama a liberal. But the left had the White House, the Senate, and the and the House, and they got very little accomplished with. And so that's that's yeah, what they only, I mean. They only, to be fair, they only had that for about four months. But I would say that Obama is is like the quintessential liberal. I just don't think liberals are very left. Well, well, I put it like this: they only had it for four months. Yep. What do you think would happen if? Republicans had the House, the Senate, and 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 the White House for four months. They would fucking destroy everything. They would they would they would have, they would suspend the Constitution. They would have trans people um, working in the sewers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they would just invent all these. I mean, it's like we because we it'd so, be some sort of uh, unholy combination yeah, of the Handmaid's Tale and Back <laughs> to the Future yeah, too. The left are so afraid to play dirty. Because they're afraid, they the, the and I'm talking about the politicians on the left. The politicians on the left are so afraid to play dirty because they think that we all believe their bullshit. They, like they think that we really see them as like the bastion of good, and so they're afraid to tarnish that image by playing just as dirty as Republicans do. And it's like, nah, motherfucker, I want a dirty motherfucker to do some lefty shit. That's what I'm tired of. Yeah. I'm tired of losing to motherfuckers that's willing to do anything. While we over here trying to still maintain that we good people and all this, I'm like, yo, fucking burn something, blow something up, do something exciting. Anyway, <laughs> Trump is being arraigned, and again, liberals are taking the bait. Listen, guys, this is a distraction. This is a distraction, just like the the uh, the school shooting by the trans person is a distraction for the right. Because I forget, I think it was Rob with this fantastic quote: "What should really fucking scare you is the shit they agree on." That is yes, that is that is that is a Rob original. Yeah, because I, mean, I probably heard it from somebody else. Yeah, and I've been saying it since I heard it. Sir, do say it because it's fucking true. 
they got they got us the people arguing over you know where uh, drag queen story hour yeah drag queen story hour whether this power lifter should keep the record whether Tr- Trump is getting the ring you all celebrating yay 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 and guess what they basically passing the Patriot Act fucking 2.0 on your ass have you seen this shit yeah. These these motherfuckers want like they want to be able to spy on everybody and everything. This they calling it the ban TikTok act or whatever. And I'm like, it ain't gonna just, it's not gonna just ban TikTok. Matter of fact, I ain't even see TikTok in the bill. All it it's says, not in the bill. It gives the secretary this bill coming up. It gives the secretary of commerce. Not, neither is Tencent and neither is ByteDance. Right. There's no company specifically named in this bill. Nope. No. The bill gives the Secretary of Commerce the power to declare you, um, uh, what's the word? You know, persona non grata. Well, it it it, 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 it gives the it gives the Secretary of Commerce, so it allows them to to deem certain other nations adversaries of the United States and cut them off from the American internet, and then it allows them to put you in jail and fine you tens of thousands of dollars for using technological means to circumvent. They're blocking them from the from the internet. So, for instance, they could they could deem North Korea an adversary, and then if you use a VPN to access North Korean internet, then you could go to jail. And it gives them broad powers to spy on you to determine whether you're doing that. That's the real danger. The real danger is that it gives them extremely broad ability to. Uh, yeah. access and log your data. Look, I'm going to bless y'all with this little rundown right here. This is section three of whatever the fuck the name of this bill is. <clears throat> it's a Restrict imp- Act. Impo- imposing and enforcing any mitigation measure to address let's how, let's how many any's are in here. To address any risk arising from any covered transaction by any person or with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States that the Secretary determines. Right? That includes... Desktop applications, mobile applications, gaming and payment applications, or web-based applications, information and communication technology, products and services integral to artificial intelligence and machine learning, software, hardware, or any other product or services integral to telecommunications products and services, including wireless local area networks, mobile satellite uh, payloads, satellite operations and control, cable access points, wireless access points, core networking systems, long shirt and backhaul networks or edge computer platforms, quantum key distribution, quantum communications, quantum computing, post-quantum crypto- crypto- cryptography, autonomous systems, advanced robotics, biotechnology, synthetic biology, computational biology, e-commerce technology and services, including any electronic techniques for accomplishing business transactions, online, retail, internet-enabled logistics, internet and enable payment technology and online marketplace. That okay, if you if that was too fast for you, it's technology in there that don't even exist yet. So basically, this gives the Secretary of Commerce the power to to do anything with respect to technology or the web or information. It, 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 this is out of control. This is. This is way scarier than letting Trump not go to prison for paying a for paying a porn star. <laughs> is what I'm trying to tell you. This is the most. This is the most. This is the the, the biggest violation of your privacy. This this circumvents. Wait a minute. Which which amendment is privacy? Is it fourth? Fourth amendment is search and seizure. 
Right. So this this is this 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 circumvents the Fourth Amendment for the modern age. We should. I think doing- there's also. I think there's also definitely a First Amendment uh, violation here yeah, as well. We, we should a little be more complicated, but we should be doing the opposite of this. We should be we should be amending the Constitution to bring the Fourth Amendment up to 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 include technology. Like we this is this is fucking crazy what this is. And I don't know how far is this bill now? Is it is it through either house? Um I'm not sure where it's at right this second. Uh this is a this is absolutely fucking terrifying to me. Um strict act. Uh let's see. I'm pulling it up right now. Latest action, read twice and referred to the Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation. So they're going to go through it, and they're going to rubber stamp it, because it's been, it was introduced by um, by a Democrat, but um, it is co-sponsored by John, Th- uh, so Mark Warner, who's Democrat from Virginia, was the one that introduced it, and then John Thune, who is a Republican from South Dakota, co-sponsored it. And so, bro, you know, you know, you know what's so terrifying? is I've brought this up to people I know from all sides of the political spectrum, and none of them seem to be concerned. But they arrested Trump. (laughs) Watch the trial. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But they they banning, (laughs) they stopping trans kids from getting hormones. (laughs) hormones. <laughs> we got you. That's how people think now. You fucking idiot. This is the scary oh, shit. They're yeah. distracting you by throwing you little crumbs of what you want. This is this is the shit that we should all be uni- when they unite, we should unite against it. That that's the that's the signal. When a democrat introduces a bill and a republican co-sponsors it, you <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, this is a wrap. Because it, it gives them the power that if they just deem you a national security risk, they can access all your shit. Your ring camera. And they can, your fuck, se- they can yeah. fuck your life up. Yeah, your selfie camera. They could plant fucking child porn on your computer. And and, and that's, that's the easiest, biggest way for the government to get, get people up out of here. If, they can, if they're legally allowed to take control of your electronics, they can put shit on your electronics... To, to fuck your life up. Or they can extract things from your electronics to fuck your life up. They can empty your bank account. They could they could they could erase your save files. They could delete your word of Warcraft character that you put thousands of hours into. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, so you, you know, at every level of things that are important to you, they could wipe that shit the fuck out. They could change your college grades. You know what I'm saying? They can. Get, they have access to. This is the Patriot Act for technology. They can. They. They. This is. A, this is also a way. This is also a way for them to get compromise on people. Yeah, compromise. Right. That's what I mean. Compromise meaning compromising information. Yeah. Right. So. Oh. So, oh. Should, should we? Should we let everybody know? Should we publish your top ten most searched terms on porn? <laughs> right. And, and that's the thing. They don't even have to. They don't even have to inform you. You are national. You are national security risk. Now we just watching everything you do. I'm telling y'all, man, this, I don't know who need to know. I don't know why it's not being covered more widely by these so-called news outlets. 
you know, I, I, I have no idea why I'm I only heard about it from from a motherfucker on Twitter. No, actually, no, I heard about it from Rob. Who sent me a link to a motherfucker on Twitter? Was it you that sent it to me? Yeah, I think so. And, and, and so it's like I didn't hear this from a. Pundit. I think I first heard about it from Above the Law, which is a law blog. So why aren't the, why isn't the media talking about it? It's because it's because it's, it's all it's all a farce. Like who the the Democrat that released that submitted this that motherfucker need to get voted out. He's probably go to prison. This stupid motherfucker. Because you know what's going to happen is they're going to fuck around and pass this, and he's going to be the first motherfucker they, they, get, they get at. <laughs> yeah. Your signature's on here, but it's funny. You signed this because you're a threat to national security. <laughs> now I'm going to send your wife pictures of all your hoes. Man. It's, it's, we have to let every single person. I mean, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you have to let all of your representatives know that you will vote for their primary challenger. If they signed this bill, oh man, I'm just oh, or that's the only thing that that's the only thing that they that they that they react to is losing power. Nah, man, so I think it needs to, need, need to be bigger than that. Yo, everybody need to sabotage at work. We need to pick a day, Christmas Day, twenty twenty three. Everybody need to. <laughs> well, I guess we're all hopefully we're home on Christmas. Yeah, everybody need to just control or delete at work or just. <laughs> No, that's that's not gonna work. You actually need everybody need to defragment every hard drive they got access to. No, that's not gonna work either. What's what I'm trying to say? Not defragment. Um, Format, reformat. Yeah, reformat. Everybody need to reformat every hard drive they got access to at work. It's like the end of Fight Club. All those buildings with all the all the buildings with the servers start coming down. Can you imagine if everyone at the credit bureaus did that? For real, for real. You don't have to blow up no buildings. But if you just if you just reformatted all the hard drives, because I guarantee you, this shit ain't up to snuff. So so this is nothing that's so funny to me. How big of a how big of a magnet would you have to have in a van in the basement of the credit bureau's server building? <laughs> well, they they probably have um, dispersed shielding. No, but they yeah. probably have server. Yeah. Oh 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 yeah yeah like yeah. Little yeah. Server uh, obviously, it's backed up multiple places. Although you know what, every time you look into it, every time you actually look into it, not that I've ever looked into anything like that, but um, every time you look into it, you see how few redundancies they truly well, have. Well, that's the, that's the other that's, thing I was that's that's why make. they're able to take down like gas pipelines in Europe with like one fertilizer bomb. Well, the, you know? well, that's that's why that's the other point I was trying to make is it's wild to me for the United States government to basically wage electronic warfare on its people when they are the least prepared because because it was it would shock you I mean it wouldn't shock you it wouldn't shock some of you but it would shock most of you of how under prepared and underarmed the government and government funded agencies are for this kind of shit you know, oh, yeah. it's a very, they have a very, a lot of them have a very rudimentary, rudimentary understanding of how all this shit works. And a lot of those agencies are headed by old motherfuckers that don't really get it. They don't really understand. You know what I mean? That's why, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, it blows my mind how willing liberals and conservatives are to take steps towards fascism so long as the fascism um benefits them in their eyes or so long as it doesn't harm them in their eyes and they don't realize it like you know it, it, for, for example in florida people were 
people love to give the governor, the conservatives in Florida love to give the governor power to ban books, right? Because right. in their mind, it, that power will only be used to ban books that they don't like. Right. But but you have to understand again when you when you gave up power, you're not giving power to Ron DeSantos. You're giving power to the governor's office of Florida, and he ain't always be in there. So what happens when the next election come around and it's some is some fucking lib? To, what if Rob's the governor of Florida next election, and he decides, oh, you know what? Because somebody did this already. Somebody somebody tested it already. Where they read a passage in front of these people, and and he and, and they were like, we should ban this book. And people were like, yeah. And then they revealed this is the Bible. <laughs> we talking about fucking in here, fucking and murdering, and like, oh yeah, get rid of that. It's like it's the Bible. Oh shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like, what happens when? Yeah, someone- you can't, you can't, you can't say, you can't say out one side of your mouth that you're a free speech absolutist or that you're a supporter of the First Amendment, and then turn around and say out the other side of your mouth that, oh, and then also we're going to get rid of all these books in schools. Yeah, like we can't shouldn't, do that. we shouldn't ban anything, but except this one thing. I mean, you are, you can say that, but you're a fucking hypocrite. You can say that. And you're a piece of shit. And you're, and you're short-sighted. You think that, again, as long as it benefits you, fascism is okay. And you don't understand. You're actually giving that power to some, you're giving that power to some crazy person in the future. I mean, I, yeah. I would argue Ron DeSantis is a little out of his fucking mind now. But he ain't crazy. The motherfucker's just evil. I would too. You know? Yeah, he's just evil. But but what happens when, you know, again, when somebody that disagrees with you, that's, I mean, this, that dude is, woo, I would never, ever move to Florida. But, but I, 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 that dude is, is, you know, the things that, that the people have given him the power to do are kind of insane. And this is, it's the same thing with this banned TikTok bill. You, 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 you're so for this bill because you hear politicians saying it's banned in TikTok, which you think you hate, and the word TikTok isn't even mentioned in this motherfucker. Because if it was about TikTok, they would just ban TikTok, right? Yeah. This, this there's, a, there's also there's also a little bit of yellow peril going around. Is that like Asian anti Asianness? Just just anti Asian sentiment where where people China 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 China's gonna China's gonna use TikTok China, and it's like <laughs> two things can be true at the same time. Like China can be a potentially dangerous adversary for like America's geopolitical aims and also people's willingness to go along with that story could be uh, an aspect of anti-Asian sentiment. You know, it can be, both yeah, things man. can be true. Yeah. But why, but, but the question is how much of your, and this is the question that every, that every American faces on a daily basis. And most of you don't ever even think about it. But how much of your freedom are you willing to give up for your safety? For your supposed safety? How much of your how much power are you willing to give up to someone else to protect you? It don't make sense. From what? Oh, because TikTok might be gathering data. Okay, then don't be on it. This kills me how people are like, uh, oh, I don't like this particular thing. No one should be. What do you mean? Well, Why okay, you okay, f- but then. Then, 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 fine. Like, if if the problem is that TikTok is gathering data, then write a law that punishes them for gathering data and makes it illegal for them to gather data. They don't want that. They don't want to make that law because the government uses the data that Facebook that that Facebook collects. They use the data that TikTok collects. They use the data that Twitter collects. We I had another article in here that we don't have time to go into, but ICE has been using 
data has has been getting data from Facebook on people's like abortions and on people's immigration status and they're using it to find people and enter them in removal proceedings and harass them to enter their family members into removal proceedings. So the government relies upon the inappropriate data scraping of these uh, tech companies to put their boot on the neck of their own citizens. So they don't want to ban them from actually collecting the data. They just want to use it as a pretense to get people to sign on to a, a... a law that allows them to wage this geopolitical information war. You know what I call that? Classless. Classless. <laughs> um, that seems like a good stopping point. All right, let's wrap it up. <sighs> I keep forgetting to do this at the beginning. Um, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, uh, please, if you've got any questions, comments, concerns, you want advice from the advice champ, Please message us uh, at bswithbriansimpson at gmail.com or, um, oh yeah, you can also send an audio message. We also have a phone number. What's that phone number, Rob? Oh my God. Wow, dude, you're fired. Dude. Yeah, no, I'm it's fired. a it's a 323 451 1980. 323-451-1980. If you want tickets uh, to my tour, go to BrianSimpsonComedy.com. Again, I'll be in um I'll be at the Comedy Zone in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. On the April 14th and 15th, I'll be at Rhythm City Casino in Iowa on May 26th. Um, I'm also coming to Chicago later this year. Little surprises uh, on October 5th through the 8th. That link will be up on the bio this week, but it's probably by the time this episode comes up. So, um, also, don't forget to check out uh, Apocalypse Soon with Eddie Pepitone and um, Kevin Tinkin. Kevin Tinkin, uh, The Josh Parter Show. And comedyfrequency.com. Uh, oh yeah, don't forget to 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 if you really want to support the podcast, you know, do all the engagement stuff. You can like it, subscribe it, you can share it, you can buy something from a sponsor. All those things uh, support us, um, and and uh, and I appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace.